Hey, it's Jed Hearn, host of Wizards, Warriors, and Words. If you're enjoying the writing advice on this show, you might like my new podcast, The Jed Hearn Show, where every week I share the best fantasy writing advice that I've learned from publishing three fantasy novels and a best-selling video game. There's over 12 episodes that you can listen to right away, including my top 10 fantasy books of all time, how to make fantasy names that don't suck, two rules that make writing effortless, and my complete summaries of Brandon Sanderson's and Neil Gaiman's writing classes, and much more. Check it out by searching for The Jed Hearn Show in your podcast app. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Wizards, Warriors and Words, a fantasy writing advice podcast. I'm Jed Hearn, author of The Thunder Heists, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, starting with Dirk. I'm Dirk Ashton, author of the Paternus Trilogy and um, artist of everything Felix ever drew. <laughs> and Mike. I'm uh, Michael R. Fletcher's Hangover, uh, author of <laughs> some stuff. I can't remember. <laughs> and All my bro. Uh, I'm Rob Hayes. Uh, I'm ill, so but I'm toughing it out. I'm here. I respect Yay, the Rob. commitment, Rob. That's the kind of commitment <laughs> that we have come to anticipate on this show, so very proud of you. Uh, and we are joined by a really special guest today, Felix Ortiz. Felix, yeah! say hi to the show. Hi, everybody. I'm just the name for Derek's art, so <laughs> to do all that stuff, but it's really... <laughs> That makes total sense. Um, so Felix, do you want to talk a little bit about what you do? Because we've had some authors on this show before, but I believe this is a podcast first because you are a very talented artist. Thank you. Um, if you say so. <laughs> um, <laughs> I so, say so. But I do, uh, I do two things. I'm an art director. That's like kind of my part-time uh, day job. And then I, I also, well, you guys know I do covers for fantasy books mostly indie books and uh, I do usually just illustration once in a while I'll do lettering but it's mostly just illustration and that's I've been doing that for probably three four years how old is your book uh, never die uh 2000 January 2019 so probably uh, a year before that year and a half before that I started maybe doing like consistent, not, not just once in a while, but like more consistent. What was your first cover? The first cover was, um, I posted on Grimdark, said, all right, I want to try my hand at this. So uh, the first person who writes me 
a coherent kind of brief on on on, on, on uh, Facebook messaging, I'll uh, I'll just do it. And I had like five different messages. Dude, what's this? Is this for real? Um, would you like to do mine? As I, I was very specific. Just write a blurb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Timandra Whitecastle was like the, the next day actually wrote, oh. well, I want a, a this and that. Uh, that's it. You're it. So, and I started with that one and then just slowly built kind of by reference and just posting stuff all the time. And which was that? Which was that? Which cover was that? It was, uh, uh, she published it a while after. It was like a novella, like a shorter. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, with, the wa with the wave and the. And yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I remember yeah. when that all started. Yeah. I didn't realize that was your first cover. That was a great cover. It's a great novella, too. Yeah, I, I still need to read it, but um, it was. Uh, I looked at it and I'm thinking, oh my God, I would have done so much different. Uh, you learn so much. That's how about that's, ever, that's, you know. That's how uh, I look at my books. <laughs> what was the name of that novella again? Blood Witch? Blood, Blood Witch. Blood Witch. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at the cover now. It looks really, really cool. Run. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. What I like best is that she also hired um, Tommy Arnold to do a few of her the, in the same world. So sometimes she will. Um, uh, do promos where my cover is next to Tommy Arnold's, which is yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love this guy's art. You know, he's kind of a, one of the top dudes out there. So, yeah, yeah, he is. That's awesome. So, Felix, um, and maybe Mike and Rob, you guys can chip in with this. Just wondering if you could kind of go through some of the uh, book cover art that you've done for, yeah, the people on this show, because I know you've done quite a few for Rob. Quite a few for Mike as Probably. well. Yeah. Five, soon to be six, and then possibly eight by the end of next year. <laughs> nice. No, I haven't actually talked to him about that yet, but yeah, I've got more covers to throw at you soon. <laughs> you have been ambushed. So, um, what books have you done the covers for? So we've got uh, we've got Never Die by Rob. Uh, Rob, do you want to? Yeah. Hang on. Yeah, do you want to hold I'm up not the ones? Over here, but, oh, God, yeah, I'm going to knock things over. But So for right. people on the audio-only feed, Rob's just holding up the book covers that Felix has done from him. So you can jump over I to our YouTube channel and check out this episode if you want to see them in video form. So he's holding up Never Die. Die at the moment. I love that cover. Which Felix that did. One. Porn's Gambit. Porn's Gambit. Yep. Which is by Felix. the sequel that's not a sequel. <laughs> uh, and then... Yes, Capitalist. Along the Razor's Edge. Mm -hmm. And oh, Lessons Never Learned. Which is my personal favorite Rob J. Hayes book. And then. I love that book too. It's really good. From Cold Ashes Risen. Yep. One and thing that always amazes me the sign of a great artist, for one of the signs of a great artist for me, is the ability to, to switch styles so drastically and have them be amazing every time and that's one thing i felix really really can do my like my favorite artists can do that so well oh stop it john anthony <laughs> G, G, giovanni can do it too he's he, he, can, oh, he's, he can yeah he's awesome he can switch um but yours yours are amazing absolutely amazing you know, i think it's uh 
yeah he he can definitely switch around and i i try to yeah but there's always a singing assure so when i see a, a, an anthony painting i know he did it really yeah yeah even tor will put it out anybody else like doesn't matter and same with other artists that i follow because you know as as an illustrator you zoom in and you study each stroke yeah how they color how they paint faces how they you know so when i see an anthony giovanni i i, I know i know that's even with just a glimpse yeah same, same with other people I'd yeah. say it's similar to being an author. I mean, let's be fair about this. If if I pick up a Michael R. Fletcher book, I know I'm reading a Michael R. Fletcher book. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. yeah. Mostly because there's spit on the first page. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the tender rom-com elements that gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been typecast here. I don't know. <laughs> Mike, do you want to show the covers for the books that Felix has sure. done for you? Yeah, so I'm just going to show the first uh, the covers for the first two books. So this is Blackstone Heart. Uh, I that cover is amazing. Yeah, one of my favorites. And just it's completely mental. Uh, I basically sent Felix like what was it like a paragraph or something of like kind of a rough description and ripped a bit of stuff from the book, and then he uh, just turned it, made it real, which was uh, you know like incredible. You and know, then, and this sort of gives you an idea of the sort of flexibility, just yeah. how, whoops, go the wrong way, how different this is in style. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the cover by Smoke and Stone. And lines, yeah, cover, yeah. that's the first City of Sacrifice book. And so what I love is he, he's uh, got like, there's captures the flavor of the two different series. Um, and each book uh, that he's done, because he's done book two for both of those series. Um, it's really, really true to the, you know, to the, to the flavor, to, to, you know, sort of what I'm trying to do with those, with those books. I can love it. It's insane. Well, I'm glad you guys keep hiring me. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you keep, I, I'm glad you keep uh, saying, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, uh, the, the second one was fun because the second one is full of zombies everywhere and i drew all of them but like each one like, okay this guy's gonna be looking this way and like that and you know this one's gonna be a woman this is a, like a short guy and i the whole the second one if you zoom in really like really deeply you see um you know there's cats like zombie cats and uh, all kinds yeah. of little uh, things just did the uh a two foot by three foot stretched canvas of that cover. Okay. It's it's back there behind me. I haven't hung it up yet. And when it's blown up that big, you can you can see everything. And all of all of Felix's covers are like that because I always do the big like two foot by three foot stretch canvas prints of every uh, book. And every one you blow it up, and you're like, oh fuck! Like it just gets better. There's you know, all this stuff where you're like, oh geez, what's that guy in there? Like yeah, it's it is very cool. Sometimes I want to do for, for stuff like that, where you have many little things, details and stuff. Sometimes I want to share those little corners before the cover is revealed, but I don't, you know, I just, I don't want to bother with asking people, can I share this? But I would love to like share like the zombie jaguar or the zombie uh, gorilla, the, like in the tree or something, or the monkey, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Oh, this is my favorite one you did. I don't know how well it's going to show up. But uh, that's not going to show up too well. Yeah. You put a corgi on the, uh, a corgi. On the back in Gambit. <laughs> that is a cool was, level of detail. 
I was I was looking for my I actually got a Gickley print a good a larger Gickley print of this for myself. I was going to show that, but this is what Felix did for uh, for me for the uh, for the interior of the special editions uh, of the of the uh, Wrath of Gods hardbacks, and I. I love it and everyone else loves it too, but also, you know, another different style, you know, and the ability to hit an angle like that, that's hard. I know how hard that is. Um, it's hard for me too. <laughs> yeah. But you, you nailed, you nailed it. Right. <laughs> You're, you also work for, I remember, I remember uh, he's like, okay, I'm getting started on it. Like the next day he has this like beautiful sketch and I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, okay. And I think my only comment was, don't forget the earring. And like, <laughs> and like 20 minutes later, here it is. <laughs> He's good at that. I mean, to be honest, the Along the Razor's Edge cover, it was a completely different cover to begin with. We were working on something completely different. And then I was like, I feel like I want something a bit more classical. And then Felix goes, okay. I, uh, I think I know what you mean. And then the next day, he literally just goes, how about this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that actually with Rob's covers, there's two stories about that. Um, for Never Die, uh, I was, uh, I didn't have, at the time, I was really like life things were going on. My daughter was being born or, or was very little. Um, I had no time to paint. I was like, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I love the the first trilogy, the the well, the first you know the the first Earth, like I know this needs to be perfect, you know, and I I put so much pressure on myself because Rob was the only, or uh, if I remember correctly, the first kind of big name, uh, in author like in the author, um, uh, kind of you know, uh, I guess um, subgroup, mm. and. I was like, this had to be awesome. So I love his books. He won this competition, you know, and I put so much pressure on me. I, I was going insane, but in the end, it, you know, it worked out. And uh, Sean did awesome design and, and it worked out. For the Esco one, he wanted that kind of more inky, kind of loose uh, mon monochrome. And I've done that before, but I also put a lot of pressure on myself because I don't really do that all the time. So it, it took days and days of me trying some things and you know, it came out okay, but then, you know, I, I we talked more about the book itself, and I, I realized, oh, maybe maybe this needs a more uh, regular approach, like a regular fantasy but dark, you know. And I did that one in in probably six hours, maybe. But but if you notice, it's fairly simple in the sense that it's it's the main character. There's the shadow in the back. And the background is is a cave, so you don't really need to add too much stuff. Stuff. So it kind of it was more about the the Esca being having a lot of contrast, and um, yeah, and, and I liked it. And I showed it to him in a sec, and I think your wife girlfriend said went like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. That's it. It was like yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that was the end of that. And so I, I redid the second one too, to kind of, you know, match down the same. And if you notice, she kind of, um, I did it so that she gains levels as she goes up. Like the, in the first one, she's at the bottom. 
and then the second one she's in the middle and then the third one she's perched with her wings and stuff oh yeah it goes up because she's like you know becoming kind of like the the demigodess kind of thing you know oh that's not even her final form <laughs> you gotta wait till uh, book five until she gets her final form yeah i read the first books. two i'm, I'm behind uh, on your series uh i read the first two of all of your books and but i, I tried to um mix it up with other authors so then uh, right now i'm reading alec hudson's the flying turtle oh yeah 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 really fun book and then <laughs> next one, next one, i'm gonna i am gonna forever from now on call that book the flying turtle it's shadows of dust but i just like that's in my head that's 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 the title um the next one's gonna be uh melinda spencer's uh dragon mage oh yeah yeah I'm did just you do that, the, like, that big and and he has awesome reviews so i just did you do the first one you did you didn't do the cover for the first no no no, no, no. you're just the reading first. reading the books yeah okay. yeah 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 so okay. i'm trying to like you know mix it up with with different people different you know styles and it's uh you get so much reading time it's it's a real struggle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's an it's an incredible bonus, uh, I think, for us that uh, when an artist is a fan of fantasy um, and loves yes. fantasy books, because you know a lot of our a lot of artists, especially once they once they get to a certain point, um, they they're doing doing it as a job, and that's and you know and that's what it needs to be. But a lot of them don't read fantasy and there but the covers are still just as good but i personally think when 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 an auth, when an artist is actually a fan an active uh fan of of the stuff there's 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 a certain life that comes out in the art that, yeah. that wouldn't otherwise and you know i did not know this but tommy arnold actually reads the books before doing the cover mm -hmm. i All uh, yeah. impossible to do because yeah that's rare it's like it, at, at least three days for me four days if i yeah. i don't know if i'm really fast for yeah. day three you know reading like yeah like, man i find that time like i don't know I, and I, you I, can't you can't ask you can't expect an artist to read your book before before yeah. they do it because it is <laughs> such such a time commitment giovanni used to i don't know if he still does but but he used to uh, read the books. I think he's so busy now that he can't. He just. I mean, if, if Felix was reading every single book that he put art on at this point, it'd be on like seven or eight books a month, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I swear, a month doesn't go by where I don't have at least one of your covers in my uh, self-published uh, release list. Yeah. I wish I could read eight books in a. That's uh, that's Patrick Leo. <laughs> that really yeah. Oh God. <laughs> no, that's a week. <laughs> yeah. A right. slow one. Yeah. Yeah. So Felix, I'd love if we could talk a little bit about your process with designing these artworks. So you mentioned before that, you know, having a pretty clear brief is really useful um, for you as an artist. So can you talk us through what the process is like from an author approaches you through to the finished artwork that is, you know, yeah. looking beautiful and amazing? So, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm speaking from my own experience because I, I think a lot of other artists are have more of a very like a process like a very set process I'm more I feel like I'm more flexible 
the less details I get, the better. Because I like, I like to do my own thing. But um, there's always specifics. Like, I know Rob's characters have specific little details. So I expect that from, you know, from him. Um, I can give you less details if you want. I'll just be like, I don't know, make it look good. It's totally fine. Like, <laughs> I have to adjust. But because then what I do is, let's say Michael says, I want a, I want a, a horned demon, right? That's it. No, nothing else. All right. Then I start asking questions like, but where is it? And what, you know, what happened to it? Like, what's the story? What the, what's the tone of the book? Or, you know, so I ask a whole bunch of questions. So eventually I do get to the level of detail that Rob gives me from the very start. It's just different approaches for different um different authors then after that um, depending on on the type of book i do probably between sometimes one only one sketch because i feel like this is it and if they don't like it then i do more but um sometimes i do three and if i can play with it because the elements are easy to move around i can do sometimes six with the same elements just moving them around to see like yeah. which one you know works best for the for the author sometimes like the one of the latest the character takes half half the cover and the demon is way in the back. Then on the next one, I scale the demon up all the way, you know, as, as like the main image and the and the character's like a tiny. So it depends on what the author would like to see. Um, and then after that, it's pretty, I focus on, I try to focus on only one cover at a time. So once I get, uh, the brief and I started sketching from then on, then, then on it's, it's just that cover and it's a back and forth. So I, I sketch, I send the sketch out, I get feedback, I polish and, and so on until, until it's done. And I feel like the hardest part is towards the end when you've looked at it for like 16 hours and you're like, oh, what else, what else can I do here? So that's when the author, it's really helpful when the author has like good visual skills or has a, a good idea of what they want and they can they can tell you uh, oh maybe move this or more color or you know also you know uh, i want to mention sean because he's a great art director mm -hmm. the first time i started with him i was like oh who's this guy like he does, <laughs> he does lettering what does he know about illustration yeah i've learned so much from that dude sean yeah. is like He's like a kind of like a partner, you know. Uh, we work together so much that uh, I trust him, and, and he will give me pointers. Like I worked on one recently, which coincidentally has some kind of demon on it. And he said, "What if you add this like green sm like smoke? Like God, that's it! Boom! I did it, and, and and the author loved it, and you know we all liked it. And so it." At the very the end stage is very important because that's where you really see like things you can make better um the, just the polishing sometimes you don't know how much polish it needs sometimes it's done and you mess it up by trying to put more stuff in it mm -hmm. um yeah and that's i mean i don't know how much more detail you want me to get into but uh you, you ask me but that's kind of like a very very general approach um, i don't do contracts i hate it uh, I say, I give you your paint, you give me your money. That's it. We're good. <laughs> you know, 
Yeah. And that, you know, and when you're working with someone you're comfortable with as an author, ha having worked in the film business, everything is contracts, everything <laughs> must have. So I actually had contracts with the first couple of works of art that, that, that I worked with. And then I realized that I was so comfortable with working with these people. They're not going to freak out if I use it in an ad, you know, the same image or, you know, things, things like that. So, so I just, I haven't bothered with one in, uh, in a while. I think the last one I did was, no, I didn't even do them for the maps for the special editions. Um, so I, yeah, I don't do them. Now, one, one thing I wanted to bring up is that, that, that cover art has a very, has, has a special kind of requirement that you have to always keep in your mind. And I wonder sometimes how difficult that is when you're first starting out is that you're talking about a specific aspect ratio front. Uh, and if you do full wraps, you know, uh, and back and specific, and you also have to design so that there's room for titles mm. um, above, below, on the spine uh, for blurbage and other information on the back. So was that a difficult transition for you at first? Yes, quickly, sorry to interrupt. Just before we get into that, I'm thinking we might we might end this episode here and then do that second question as the beginning yeah. of our second episode. Yeah. Um, there's, sorry, a there. there's a teaser. There's a teaser. There's a teaser. There's a teaser. We don't normally we don't normally that organized. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So to be continued. Um, for yeah, for you listening there, um, this should have the second part come out next week. Um, so sorry to put a pin in there, but we do want to yeah, split this over two episodes just because we're getting a bit long in this one. Um, so we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening uh, and see you soon. Thanks, everybody.